terrors of tripping on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Big fat doobies. Hi. 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 What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, July 22nd, 2012, episode 124 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. This is my over anxious, hyper motivated co host, Ian. What's going on? You, <laughs> you look like you really just don't even want to be here right now. Where do you want to be right now? I'm actually finding all of this quite depressing. I've noticed. Like, I had to take away all the sharp objects for fear of you just slicing wrists during the show. Or this LCD screen, because it it's, seems to be, I don't know, I know very I embarrassing. Know. Shame on you. Humanity. Shame. For shame. Call us live, 406-204-4687, and voice your shame for humanity every week hotboxpodcast.com that's our site you can watch live two cameras right here what happened to logic in a chat room logic got thrown out the window somewhere in between the dark ages and let's say sometime in the 50s 60s maybe like Somewhere in between there, there's like always been a hold. Post Kennedy assassi- yeah. uh, assassination, everything's just fucked. It seems like it. There, there's always a holdout of like small groups of you know resistance fighters. Like I, us I wasn't the, alive in the '60s. I think '64 is when Kennedy was shot. I believe. But uh, I've heard um, a few family members talk extensively about that incident and how um, it just changed. Yeah, like the a game that, changer that <laughs> from their perspective or from um actually, it's actually grandmother's perspective. Kennedy sure. w- had a uh uh like an emotion, you know, like the whole country felt like things were about to get a lot better. There was something that everyone could relate to and get behind, not right, these like bullshit puppets. Vietnam's are- going on. This is right after World War 2 and like you know, so our country was kind of going through this this rough patch right. like we do every decade. We always have some sort of conflict every or thing day. to man up. Yeah, pretty much. Right. But I guess when Kennedy got elected, and again, my history of America is not that great. So I believe it was right after Nixon. Um, when he was assassinated, like you know, my grandma said that she, you know, she cried for two days and did nothing but watch TV, and and that's all everyone did. Nineteen sixty three, sixty three. I thought yeah. it was sixty three or sixty four. Yeah, it, it's because they related to him, right? He was like that, or, or was he just? From what my grandma said, is that you know some of the things that he was attempting to do, like gave our nation hope, right. and then. Also, and also put a seeing someone on shot on television was right. a first thing. And then a few days later, you have the guy that supposedly shot Kennedy getting, getting shot, shot right, on television. Right. And so, like... They watched it, it unfold was this, like it was... Right. Yeah. And when they were... Lee Harvey, when they were leading him out of the building, you know, he got shot on live TV. Like, right. No, you know, right there. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, that was something that was really shocking in, in the 60s. We hadn't been to the moon yet. We hadn't been desensitized by our internets or... Or anything like that, yeah. or you know that kind of violence, right? And so, um, 
the other thing was is uh from grandma's story is that you know before that um it was uh, a common idea that America was, you know, you can't just shoot the president in America because uh, all of a sudden someone else becomes president and that's not who they voted for. Right. That was like and, the fallback. You know, and, and to my grandmother, you know, that it changed the way that that she and other people viewed the country because now... You know, this person that they all uh, had admiration for was assassinated for right. what they felt were doing the wrong thing. And I'm sure there was two parties back then. And I'm sure there are people that thought Kennedy was doing terrible things like today. You know, we have we have Obama lovers and we have um, impeach Obama and, lovers. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, and then we have rational, sane people that can keep sure. track of things that of things he's done and not done. Right. That and column, that two column list. You know, and I think that the, that's the two groups. You have people that pay atten enough attention to, you know, despise what's going on in our government right now. And then you have the people that are fooled by the theatrics. So what started what started this for you? Like, it, has it just been an ongoing? Have I ever really? Been sometimes like, I mean you can go back and even just listen to shows and there's sometimes you're like way more like you just seem like you've lost all hope in this country and people kind of have in general and that's what I I'm asking have. like what did some was there some something that triggered it or has it just been kind of building up maybe the last like week of events kind of thing you know I, it cost me five hundred and fifty dollars and five. I'm so, well, it took four different people, yeah, and on the fifth person with my knee, you know, so $555 later, I find out that I need to do a particular stretch. <laughs> and we should say, you're no, you're no longer using the crutches for just right. the audio listeners. Like, you're, you look back to normal. You were walking fine, from what I could see. I mean, My look... knees obviously get sore after some time, but sure, I've only, sure. you know, known what to do for a few days. Now, here's the thing, as a physical therapist, a rolfer, I, I um... The rolfer and the chiropractor are both medical doctors. Right. They have chosen PhDs. a different yes. Right. They have they have chosen a different avenue. And so the the chiropractor that is very well revered here in town or very highly recommended, a physical therapist, a rolfer, um they didn't point this out to me. So when I finally go to the surgeon <laughs> Did those groups all have pretty much the same like were they all kind of telling you to do the same thing or did no. they each have their own yeah they all had their own and like i said i was i was going to these other individuals waiting for the surgery surgeon appointment right um you know and and the surgeon is the one that and gave he's me like a, listen here's yeah, what you need to do that'll be try this out bucks, for a few weeks and if it still hurts man like then we'll figure out something else to do we'll cut but, it up uh Go home and do this particular stretch. You know, the physical therapist that two people had recommended me, Dr. Stevens and Dr. Biggs, recommended sure. me to a, a physical therapist, you know, for... And the physical therapist didn't point it out. He just had his... What he his head at. up his ass and pretty much he just <laughs> okay. you know what I'm saying was just yeah, going yeah. through the motions and that's how I I feel like most people are going about you know if it takes five doctors for someone to point out the fact that and it's and it's it's a it's not a common stretch Maybe major flaw in the healthcare no, system, I just think in attention. In general, sure. like it's not a typical like you think stretch. It's, it's something very unique and specifically for a particular muscle that it's not in like it. The stretch isn't on the stretching poster in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it's, it's not. It's not like your everyday stretch. More specialized, but that's why I was going to specialists. Sure. 
I was, you know, like, <laughs> so I think it was just kind of a lack of, I don't know, like, it just didn't work out that way. But on top of that, like, are uh, they as jaded as we are? You think just they're people, the same patience, and they're like people, over? exactly. They're right? humans. We we. They're no different than well, us. Because Just because they doctor, went to school, we hold them to a higher. Because they're in a position of authority. But do they? No, at all, right? No, That's... they are just people that have a job, and they exactly. just they spent more on school than you did. We just personify this and higher because more they're enlightened... in a position of authority, exactly. And that is the only it's the reason. argument of from authority logical fallacy for those of you playing along at home, <laughs> right? Um, and and beyond that, I uh, I think it's I think it's partially my personal perspective on things that yeah. is changing quickly. Because um, you're seeing what's going on around you and transpiring here that you're just, this is it's not It's saturated. You know, like, they're, 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 and we do live in a, a sheltered, uh, protected nanny, a nanny neck state. of the woods. Well, oh, here in general, sure. In this very valley. Right. We live, in a, overall, we live in a shielded, bubbled kind of area, too. And so I think right. that some of these um, ignorant, uh, facts are more prevalent in these areas. We're allowed to take longer to mature than most most places. I think the goal here, though, is mostly um, reproduction. Yeah, alcohol <laughs> consumption and reproduction. Reproduction and then, consumption and then destruction. Right? Yeah, consumption, reproduction, destruction. Pretty much. And and outside of those three concepts, I don't think that many people find much important. It's kind of like that's become the American dream here. Those three words. Instead of success or... That is success, though. Doesn't that change the bar of measurement? Of that particular concept. Right. Of that particular concept. I don't think the American dream is is success either. No, it's kind of a nightmare in a a way. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion on that, obviously. And whatever your dream is, is your dream. And I wouldn't impede on that. But... um. Two free. and a half kids, two SUVs, and a house in the suburbs sounds like a nightmare to me. Loving life. Right. You can, But I'm not in love, and I don't really like kids. So obviously that's not my dream. And I don't live in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sure. Um, so you're feeling better. Yeah, knees are feeling better. No surgery. Which has improved not my yet. mood overall, sure. I would say, because um, with recent – or. Uh, in the near future plans, um, being wounded or hurt is a huge debacle and that kind of thing. So that was kind of weighing Just because of what you have to deal with. I would almost rather opt for like going and dragging myself under some tree and just waiting to die rather than deal with the health care, you know, like mm-hmm. it, just like back in the day. That's like, why, there was no that's why I'm bringing rope. You, yeah, exactly. And so if exactly. shit gets bad, I can hang myself. I can either splint it or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if it's really bad, <laughs> yeah, not die exactly. slowly, hang myself and be done with it. We didn't, we, we now, I mean, we have these, these amazing drugs and these amazing procedures that we can just, we can make you live your miserable existence happily forever. <laughs> But happily, <laughs> we can we can mask your natural human emotions. That is emotions true. That is true. We and, will change your brain and make you content with absolutely nothing. Ignorance is bliss. And one of those companies, I want to let's. I want to kind of get into this. This is, I, I find this very interesting. So we, you know, uh, we we kind of talk about this here and there. Purdue Pharma, maker of your favorite and my 
uh, pain pill, the OxyContin. They have patents and whatnot on formulas and all, and all that. And what we've been talking about lately on the show is that uh, their new formula come out and Canada, you know, that's all you can get now. And so all of these people that were on OxyContin are now moving to heroin. Not the maybe legitimate users, but, you know, there's a ton of I would almost say there's more non-legitimate use of these pills than there is non-legitimate medical marijuana like trading around you know i i would i bet that this is just so much more prevalent but um so their their patents are going to run up pretty soon and this 2013, is 2013 right? this is their cash cow april 2013 this is their cash cow almost 3 billion a year and so the Stanford, Connecticut company, they want to study the effects, <laughs> this is amazing, that two daily doses of OxyContin have on each of more than 150 children, okay, your kids, uh, ages 6 to 16. Party time, right? Ages 6 to 16, here's some OxyContin. Uh, these kids have moderate to severe pain who require opioid analgesics anyway. So, I mean, I was going to say, what are they already on? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Dilaudid fentanyl? No. Come here, kid. Check this out. You want some candy? Here you go. Uh, so, this is going to result in the FDA uh, trying to enroll patients at dozens of these trial sites in, in the U.S. and out. And if the study passes an FDA review... The company will get an extension on its patent for OxyContin. <laughs> Is that does that seem legit? I mean, to I don't know. Well, it's a great way to extend your uh, patent oh, for from a few a extra months. Point of view, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, brilliant. which is why Purdue and OxyContin became popular anyway. Is not because of the the chemistry, but because is of the marketing. That not cheating though. If you make something, they were that's brought up on charges so of it. Yeah, yeah. They were exactly. brought up on charges for so. those things. Uh, James Hines, a spokesman, some little PR spin here. He said the company does not promote the use of oxycontin with children or adolescents. Hey, we're not promoting it. We just want to study it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. And we will it's provide funny that, it. We're it's funny provide. that they have to form a study group when that's already happening. Yeah, right? You could come to Montana and study, like, as many... I mean... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, do you really have yeah. to, to pull another just 150 kids onto this? Or could we sure just pull 50 or 150 kids that, that are, are already, already using it? Yeah, very experienced. Just I mean, make sure you bring the, the drugs, though. Because <laughs> yeah. we're almost out up here, so... <laughs> Uh, only 17,000, or less than 0.3% of the 5.6 million prescriptions written for the 12 months ended in May, were prescribed for patients under the age of 19. It, now, do you, see, do you see the similarities between this and the medical marijuana when they were like, all of the kids are doing it, and they're like, well, actually, the study shows that there's only a small fraction. Like, everyone's like, all the kids are on OxyContin, and, and they're like, well, actually, it's... Very, I don't know. I, I found that kind of funny. It's the like, same argument. It's, it's exactly the same fucking thing. Uh, the pediatric- in a similar situation, really. Well, yeah. Six-year-olds would probably steal pot from their parents, much like they would pills. Right. Not that I think too many six-year-olds are smoking pot. Right. I would say more six-year-olds probably popping pills than yeah. <laughs> than puffing puffing pot. Uh, the childproof pe- lighters are a bitch. Dude. I know matches. <laughs> they just match. <laughs> the pediatric trial offers one example of how Purdue is trying to lengthen the life of its exclusivity on OxyContin. That's what I said. Exclusivity. 
which racked up more than 2.8 Instagrams worth of sales. That's 2.8 million, or excuse me, billion. billion Almost 2. 3 billion Instagrams. In uh, 2011, Purdue is also arguing in court that a new Oxycontin formula launched in 2010 that makes the tablets harder to abuse merits patent protection through 2025. And all that, I mean, rope in your cash cow. This is a business move. has nothing to do with our health. Yeah. If they were smart, they would keep the normal formula because guess what? People are still doing that. There's, I mean, you can Google it and find 50 different ways to get around what they put in that formula to make it unable to uh, salute in water. It's, I don't know. I heard, there, I heard there was a recipe to snort battery acid on the internet. Really? Yeah. You should find it. I think so. <laughs> it's terrible. I heard you can mix your pee and your poo and then hug. There's everything on the internet. I know. Uh, drug trials once rarely include the effects of medical treatments on children, but over the past decade, the FDA, looking to improve clinical data on the effects of drugs on children, has incentivized manufacturers to conduct pediatric trials by offering to extend a particular drug's exclusive manufacturing rights by six months. So, hey, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. When you're out of pills, you just come to me and I'll hook it up. It's awesome That's that they're testing Oxycontin on children before they text cannabis. Just in general. I know. Like, Isn't that amazing? It's, there's less chance for dangerous side effects on this Oxycontin trial. So cynics are noting that the study qualifies uh, Purdue, like we said, for this extension. They're saying that extension could be worth an extra $1.4 billion in sales. Another 1.4 Instagrams. Just yeah. six months, that's a half a year, half their profit. God, that's crazy. That, that's just so much money in a drug that basically sells itself. First one's free. After that, you're my best friend. And that... And the the really, I mean, we've talked about this before, but the, then when, when it's time to get off of these pills, you know, your doctors have limits on how many patients they can have at one time, and it's, yeah. you have to go search out the Ibogaine Center. And, I mean, it's just, it's a terrible mess. And then you're you're spending, you know, $225 every month on, on Suboxone. Just, it's the life to party, man. It's a bitch sometimes. <laughs> it's definitely a bitch. So... There was like five different stories about this, about how they're guarding their exclusivity. The new version spent $100 million to develop it, even though people have figured out a way around it. And then, all, obviously, the other companies, Watson, Teva, Endo, I mean, they're all waiting for that, you know. They like, want we, their cut. They all want to get, get theirs. Yeah. <laughs> when, come on, Purdue. Don't hog the market. Morphine don't sell as good as it used to. <laughs> And then Endo coming out with the Opanas, which is apparently what people will be robbing your pharmacies for next. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. It's called Opana. It's oxymorphone instead of oxycodone. So. I bet you that'll be a rip. A rip? Oh, yeah. It's like Dilaudid and Oxycontin from what I've read. So, we. in medical marijuana... I know. It gives you the nods five times faster. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <laughs> like, that's fun. Party time. Excellent. Uh, we have some medical marijuana readings for decriminalization. So I guess not medical marijuana, but marijuana decrim. Uh, getting its first reading here. Uh, proposed ordinance to allow police to ticket for small possession of marijuana offenses met mostly with disapproval from the public. This is Galesburg. 
Uh, why? What's wrong with your public? That they're... It gives the youth the wrong image about the use of the drug. That you're logical in the way you enforce your drug policy? I'm, I'm, God sure, forbid. That, I'm sure this article goes on to talk about how getting a criminal drug charge on your record would be more damaging than using cannabis because but, that's going to prevent you from getting student loans and future employment. It doesn't. And, it doesn't seem like it will have much benefit for our local circumstances, Tina Gummerson said. She is the drug-free community coordinator. You mean you won't have a job anymore? <laughs> this is not about saving your kids. This is about saving my job. She's, you know, she's taken that right out of the federal government's playbook. Basically. It is election year. She said a prevailing perception exists in the community that lesser repercussions could equate to legalization. Oh, yes. No, no, that's just taking the criminal charge out of, what was it, two and a half grams or less? Yeah, right. Can I make an argument for your little community to maybe get in the positive rather than constantly living paycheck to paycheck in the negative if you were to institute more smarter policies? Like a fine. Well, I was saying like a tax benefit type of situation. Get some hemp going, get some oils going, get some seeds going. I mean, ropes. God, I love the universe you live in. Every, I mean, you could really be the most self-sufficient community in the United States if you weren't such a fucking pussy. You have all, you know, you live in this world of dark and blight, and you continue (laughs) to come up with... You know, like these sunshine it's raid ideas of, of bettering communities. Roll into Whose side a, are you on? a movie theater and just start shooting people. I mean, I see if everyone was maybe a little more logical in their day to day life. But I don't know. But I live in. Why would we want to grow hemp when we have all these synthetic products that are so much better? Because I have a crazy idea that you can probably manufacture the majority of your necessities efficiently, replenishable. Hey, this is America. It's not about I the know. necessities. I know. This is about what we want. I want not more, what we need. and I want it fake. I want more fake shit. It's terrible. I want to be Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you said 2.5 grams or less. Uh <laughs> Here's a ticket. Have a nice day. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) The council will vote on the resolution, which was not amended on their last meeting. Of course, because nobody gets anything fucking done ever. Uh, (laughs) The biggest beneficiaries isn't the city or the courts. (laughs) Really? The biggest beneficiaries are the city's youth who won't have their future tarred by us. Like, you're the one fucking up their future in the first place. It has nothing to do with the plant. Well... At all. But they're at breaking all. the law, and they should pay they the punishment. change the law. <laughs> they're breaking the nothing law. Nothing ever changes. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Nothing ever changes. Just give up. OHSU is easing rules on marijuana use in organ transplants. We talked about this mm-hmm. last week. About uh, it was longer than that. A couple ago. weeks. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was a while ago. But um, if you are uh, a I cannabis anything, you are no longer. Yep. You had able. to go to the black market to get your right. organs. To get yours, got to get mine. I'm only working on one here. My kidneys hurt. 
Uh, Oregon Health and Science University Hospital in Portland has eased the restrictions on marijuana use among people seeking the, the organs. Uh, the state's largest organ transplant program had required six months of negative drug tests before a patient could go on the waiting list for a liver. Because, you know, marijuana affects your liver and all. The revised policy allows marijuana right. users who meet all other criteria to be waitlisted for liver transplants if a single screen turns up negative. The new approach also applies to kidney, pancreas, and heart transplant procedures. Because, as we all know, marijuana affects all of these organs. Now, if a marijuana user gets in a car accident and is an o- organ donor... Nope, you're dead. Ooh. Now, would they transplant his marijuana-infested organs into mm. someone else? Maybe you could have... Like the medical or the marijuana organ donors, and then like we'll trade marijuana organs, and yeah, then like, you can have everybody else instead of and there's no cross contamination from our gross marijuana like organs. WWMD. What would marijuana do? Kind well, of thing, yeah, exactly. like let's stick together, like and you know, it'd go to show that since marijuana is such a dangerous drug, there would be more livers to give away. You would think, right. No. I bet we would have better success rates. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You get less car accidents when you're at home eating Cheetos. That is a good point. I mean, figuratively speaking, obviously. obviously. Not literally. Yeah. Doctors altered the policy after seeing potential transplant candidates who are medical marijuana patients with no obvious addiction problems. Hmm. This is Dr. Will Scott Nogler, liver specialist and medical director for the liver transplant program at OSU. Uh, he says, quote, if you had a beer last weekend, no one would say you were an alcoholic. Nogler told the paper he said you might be, but it doesn't mean you are. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know you. Uh, we have taken the same approach to marijuana. If you had it last weekend, you may not have an abuse problem. It's logical. It's kind of eerie. Almost. Almost. It, close. Almost. Close. Well, it's like it's one of those things that he could teeter-totter. He's on the precipice. Teeter-totter back on. Just, you know, like, right. depending, depending on, on yeah. the reaction, he could go. He could come out and say, you know, like, well, well. But we know the reaction. Everyone's going to be like, wow, that's awesome. He's going to be like, yeah, and another thing. <laughs> like, let me ride this wave all the way to <laughs> yeah. kingdom come. Kingdom come lotta. Um, surgeons on the team performed 60 liver transplants last year, and Osu typically performs 20 heart, 100 kidney, and 8 to 14 pancreas transplants a year. Let's, let's doing some work, putting in some work, transplants and shit. Uh, new federal, no federal guidelines or national standards apply to medical marijuana, of course, because federally... You're a criminal. You're a criminal, second-class citizen. Uh, And the organ transplant screening process. Transplant programs throughout the country screen potential organ recipients for substance abuse, which can mm, complicate a patient's recovery. Yeah? You think it could complicate a little little bit? Oh, he's dead? Hmm. Well, (laughs) mark that one up for marijuana. Killed him. Killed him cold. Uh, They ensure the organs go to those who will benefit most. Osu official said the new policy is not an endorsement of Mary. Here we go. Ready? Backpedal. Yep. <laughs> you don't want this going out Backpedal. there. Backpedal. <clears throat> the new policy is not an endorsement of marijuana or its medicinal value. God forbid you misconstrue the words that are coming out of my mouth. Well, to be honest, a lot of activists or pro-cannabis individuals mm. would... Take some of that out of context, maybe? Yeah, I think. Though... The news, maybe? Didn't mm-hmm. seem 
too okay. easy to take out of context. Just a little back pedal. Yeah. Covering his butt. Transplant programs. Uh, the 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 patients are still told not to use marijuana, tobacco, alcohol, or illicit substances. But hey, if you're in pain, I got something for you. <laughs> Come here, and try this. Is your you kid in pain? Is your kid. <laughs> He's going to be the one giving you the kidney, right? All right, come here. Both of you, come here. Group group huddle. <laughs> Have a little fun before you go out. All right, a little international news uh, from the subreddit. Remember, throughout the week, while you're not listening to this show, you could be submitting stories or voting on stories that other people have submitted. Hotboxpodcast.com slash subreddit. Check it out. Uh, so this was in Forbes. We know Amsterdam has been kind of a little wishy-washy. It wasn't like back in the day before 9-11 when I went there that was very, I mean, mushrooms you could buy in smart shops and there were menus for marijuana. It wasn't like, ooh, are you local or are you, you know, foreign, anybody? I mean, it was a beautiful place. The, the experience was just amazing. I, I wanted to live there. Um so this this says it has been the dream of Amsterdam's officials for the past decade to close at least partially the brothels, mm, whorehouses, the sex shops, whorehouses, uh, and marijuana peddling coffee shops of red lights, Amsterdam's red light district. Uh, in fact, any parent wandering into the neighborhood by accident like us when our youngest boy was 12 can never forget the sight of her child's eyes wide in wonder at the goods, human and otherwise, on display through plate glass windows. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? You've seen the red light district? It is... I, I've, I've... It's like... I understand. It's... And... It's like a crapshoot because there could be just the most beautiful woman you have ever seen, in your, or it could just be this like. T- I mean, the lighting has a lot to do with it, but and how much of whatever so you've beautiful. had to consume, it, it, exactly. Also, and then <laughs> if they're not your, pretty, make another loop. Yeah, I know, right? More <laughs> come back more around ecstasy. in an hour, right? And that's, I mean, in between the walk for from from your hotel, your hostel, or wherever you're staying at to the coffee shops, you will come into contact with a a, a variation of ecstasy, cocaine. Coca, cocaine, crack. And that's what they do. You just walk down the street and they just say what they have. And if you want any part of that, you do the thing. You know, it's it's really interesting how it works. It's like coming from America and being having to be overly cautious. You haven't with, been to too many music festivals. Huh? No, I have. And those are more open. But there's it, this was, I don't know, it was different. Because it's on the street instead of yeah, in the field. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you you learn to be careful and to that's part of, you know, the way you live at that point. And then to just have him be like here, like just on the street. That's a weird thing to me. But I don't know. I was like 18. So it was it was cool. But so they're trying to shut down a lot of this stuff. And I don't know, like clean up. I mean, what are. Their tourism, I mean, isn't that what the majority of people go there for, is the drug experience? Tell me they're going there for the Modern Art Museum. Pfft. No, right. but they're, uh, it's, a, it's a commerce center in Europe. Well, Amsterdam sure. Amsterdam is. Sure. They, there is um, there's quite a, f- quite a bit of square footage for seminars and, and conventions and other commercial-related 
topics, I think that the red light district is like the a tourist trap. So they're saying the city is encouraging. I'm guessing. I, I mean, I yeah, know, it but. is, and I mean, the, you can definitely tell a lot of the people coming in and out of that place are definitely not the locals. You know, they're. But this says the city is encouraging fashion studios, art galleries, cafes, trendy, you know, restaurants, stuff like that, uh, as well as traditional shops like bakeries and florists to move in and replace the scantily clad prostitutes displaying themselves in red lighted windows. So they want to just completely restructure the red light district and turn it into like a downtown strip mall. This is what kind of little McDonald's here's your blockbuster. Maybe that's blockbuster. to um, increase uh, tourism. Hmm. Maybe, maybe some. Can you still have coffee shops in, interspersed between? Maybe keep the sex to the back alleys now, or maybe they did a study that showed that people <laughs> thought maybe. going to Amsterdam was taboo. Really? Because of the red light district, and therefore mm. the city officials have decided that in order to increase their coffers, right. it was about time to get rid of the trash. Take the trash out, so and we can so move forward. In trade for whatever drug tourism you were getting, you would get more overall tourism. That makes sense. But I still think you should have the choice of either or, not just no. Now you can't. It was a it free all. country. It was at one point. It wasn't. It was a, you know, a, a pillar of of individual freedom until recently. So in twenty by twenty fifteen, they want to close one hundred ninety two of the four hundred eighty two prostitution windows. Okay, twenty six of like the seventy two coffee shops, fifth. and most of the peep shows, sex shows, mini supermarkets, phone and souvenir shops, which are just fucking annoying. Like get the fuck out of here. In addition, the city plans to expropriate property of owners refusing to leave, close all businesses, unable to prove they are not criminal organizations. <laughs> I love that. Hey, prove you're not. <laughs> Damn, you got me again. <laughs> what do we do? Uh, and so you got to prove your innocence. Exactly. Instead Guilty of, uh, until yeah. you prove your innocence. Right. Amsterdam. <laughs> It, like I said, it was a Holland. free. It was. It, it was, was free. a free. Hey, yeah. you had a good run, right? I mean, they had a damn good. Now run. get in line with the rest of us. That's right. <laughs> That's right. See you on the bread line. See ya. <laughs> All right, uh, Obama. Let's discuss this real quick. Obama's big mistake. What? What was? If you had to say, what was Obama's big mistake? Um, coming to America. There you go. Dang. For over a year now, the Obama administration has been steadily escalating its assault on medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. Most raids ever. Right. I know. Uh, what has already been a mess has been getting worse from one week to the next, and each new attack revives the question of whether the feds have finally taken things too far. Would you say, like, now they've gone too far, or in the last couple years last decade ever i mean what, what would you say um the federal government has what, 30 years we've been at war of drugs we've been approaching this problem incorrectly i think 30 years would you when years? when what would you say the marker is after the alcohol war on drugs. was re or even before the war on drugs i think is yeah. when i i understand prohibition as far as like uh, uh, again, a political body uh, attempting something, uh, some agenda. I understand that. And also, during Prohibition, um, 
Christian zealots were the mm. commonplace. You know, uh, 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 Catholicism was was uh, very powerful. Um, that was the normal Sunday best and going right. You know, the whole family, family. Yeah, like yeah. I, you know, like that was a way of life then. And so, um, th- banning alcohol to me. I wasn't done because like of the religious. That was the that was the tool that they used to help pass the legislation. It was for, for political control, right? right? Right. And so, um, I and I understand us learning from that mistake. You know, like I I, I accept that we're human, and and passing legislation that we later regret, but we can't is a way of life. That mistake over and over and over. Well, again, no, because that's what if you make like... the mistake again, it's, then you should correct it again, and, right? And instead, this time we made the mistake again, but but we then we ha- just kept building on top of this broken. Instead of wanting to admit that we're wrong, like right. we did with prohibition, Fix it and then move forward, we've just stuck to our guns and we've held right. on to it. And, in and, the face of all science, I mean, any rational, right. logical thing. Because, yeah. um, and, and as what's been allowed to happen is that corporate interests have been able to take over. And so right. where there's money involved, we, the They're rights go out it. the window yeah. because, it, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. There is some legal law office somewhere devising a way to pull the wool over your eyes right now. And they probably work at an ad agency. Spin doctors. Just, just and for so fun. This, this is talking again about Harborside uh, and U.S. Attorney Melinda Haig. She is threatened to seize the Oakland property, like we mentioned last week, I think, uh, where Harborside Health Centers operate since 06, uh, as well as the sister shop in San Jose. So what it actually make- makes sense to me that they're trying to bust the biggest yeah. pot shop. I mean, TV show bragging. I mean, like I, I, I get see Steve that kind of thing. Like in the movement and everything, but can you do both when no. you're that large? I, no, and I and I, I feel you that- need some sort of anonymity at that point because they are going to come get you. But I mean, I don't, they, from what I read, they were doing good things in the community, you know, at a local level. I'd love level. to see the results in a, in a parallel but, universe yeah. that where he didn't go on TV, and I wonder that would, if that parallel yeah. reality or universe or whatever Harbor you want to call is it still functioning. Yeah, it's still open, business. and they haven't caught in any heat because they didn't go on that would national be interesting television. To see, definitely. Uh, so they're saying what makes this event stand out is that Harborside's unparalleled reputation for safety, security, and compliance with s- local laws. But it doesn't matter, right? Feds are feds. Federal right. law is different. Supersedes the. I mean, right? It's, it's obey, irrelevant. obey state law all you want. It doesn't fucking matter, right? Uh, the decision to target them contradicts an April interview in which President Obama told Rolling Stone. I love that this is what we're quoting. President Obama, in a Rolling Stone interview, said that enforcement efforts focus only on dispensaries that illegally sold marijuana for non-medical use. Hey, are you using that medically? Medically? Okay. I don't want to see no non-medical use here, okay? Watching you. Stereotype in the chat. Is that medical? I don't want to see none of this non-medical shit. Attorney General Eric Holder reiterated that position last month, saying, quote, We limit our enforcement efforts to those individuals, organizations that are acting out of conformity with state law. I love that. Acting out of conformity. That's wonderful that the federal government is using the state law as a guideline on who to raid. Right? That's, That's nice. almost what it is, isn't like, it? Like, why didn't that happen here? You got signed up, now we know. 
Thank well, you. Why didn't that happen here? That's interesting. He added that dispensaries may also be targeted if they are too close to a school and indeed numerous bunch of you guys, numerous dispensaries have been shut down for operating within a thousand feet of a school, even in the absence of any actual problems or complaints. In the absence of problems or complaints, we will create problems problems and or complaints. I wonder if you take the same radius that they use to locate the dispensaries and then... There's an app for that (laughs) from what I hear. But then I wonder how many bars and churches are in that same radius. So many. How many churches are in schools? I went to one. Well, most... Federally funded schools have some sort of no. Sure, they were also you know, private okay. schools. I, yeah, yeah. Right. But I wonder how many churches and, and be bars are bars. real close to a yeah. school. Yeah. Um, there bus stops. When Sandy was doing the show with me, she, when they lived out uh, west of town there, they had to, the bus picked up their kids at the bar, like in the bar parking lot. That's where the kids bust. Like, yeah, it was so, like, okay. So Montanan. Okay, guys. Just mean us down at, <laughs> at Sawbucks. It's, it's so, it totally, it totally is. Driver so. Bob's going to go in and get himself a cocktail real quick, and then we'll get you all yeah, to school. Yeah, we'll be there. No problem. You know. It's so terrible. Red label on the rocks, sir. Uh, yet Harborside is not located within a thousand feet of a school, nor has the organization ever been accused of violating state or local laws. To the contrary, the group is nationally recognized as the leading example of a well-run, regulated medical marijuana provider. Arrest them. Get those fuckers! <laughs> they're like, setting an example. Wait, Arrest there's them. no problems here? Where there are no problems, we will create problems. That is... And then the solution is that is of so, arresting them. That is so crazy. I, it's so is that theatrical. What you're embarrassed about it. it, it it's is, so theatrical absolutely. at the expense of in logic citizens. and reason. This is not making any benefit to anybody unless you're involved in the prison system, right? I mean, that's. The legal system in general. Stupid. Like, I don't know. Like, How do people's, like, stand f- because for the, this? Because the, the people that were getting their cannabis there are just going somewhere else now. Is that it? I mean. Clearly, we've seen the numbers do all of that their patients, All of their patients didn't stop smoking marijuana because they got raided. They just started going elsewhere to get their cannabis. You know, it's, it's like whack-a-mole. You close one down and, and everyone just goes somewhere else. It's not, it's not any sort of... It's not a step to solve their fake problem. The, right. That's just, exactly what it is. They just, have problems that it is created, and now they're going to come in like the heroes with a solution. But it's not... That's cheating. You can't make up bullshit problems and then create the... That's so fucked. But it's not even... You know, raiding this, this dispensary doesn't even work towards solving their fake problem. Like, it's it's just, it's arbitrary. It's 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 like a, a you know, it's like their flagship raid. You know, it's, it's just like, a, it's symbolic. And I think we've talked about that a few times, too, about how drug busts are symbolic because right. the demand is still there and therefore the supply will still be there. Exactly. Period. And that's... And smugglers are resilient, and growers <laughs> are smart. 
and they always will be. What do we do? I mean, that there is nothing at this point because of how far down the, it's been demonized. It's it's past the point of of fixing, right? I mean, I don't. In my opinion, that's a shitty thing to think. And it's going to take another generation or two, at least. Yeah. And in the meantime, how many? How much money is wasted? How many people are in jail? I mean, that's the drug war clock. Like Google it. It's it's appalling. It's completely appalling. Not to mention. The kinds of profits, if you wanted to get yours, if it were, if we could do what we needed to do, like the, it's, it would be unparalleled. There's, there's nothing else that a place could do to be more going to to go more in the direction of self sufficiency than to produce large hemp marijuana crops. That's so ancient and archaic. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Let's let's do something uh, more modern, like drill for oil. That, exactly, right? You know, I like think I rap about that in a couple hemp. songs. Like it's 2011, you we're hippie. still using it. Like really, <sighs> stupid. It's 2011, bro. It's it's, all, it's 2012. I know. I wrote the song last year. But oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Update that. I'm shit. taking my time. Version two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's do a little local news before we wrap this thing up. Some more. De- Caregiver to caregiver transactions are still illegal, Timothy Baldwin. <laughs> Tim, Timmy, is he trying give to give make... this up, bro? Like it's an we all understood that that was not allowed way before this started going to court under your uh, suggestion. Like it was, it was pretty clear that that wasn't a, anything a, that could be won. No, ever. I no. In I well, personally, the way things are, the, I no... didn't feel it was, and other people that were involved didn't feel sure. that it was something that was necessarily legal. It 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 started out to be one of those gray areas, but the more you right. kind of looked into it, and the, more the more it attention seemed, got put on it. Right? It's, yeah, more... it's obviously <laughs> not kosher. <clears throat> uh, or accepted. So I just you know I think that's like the third or fourth ruling about. <clears throat> Caregiver to caregiver. I mean, we've been doing it for... We've been doing the show for... A while. A year? Uh, Getting close. And, like, this has been something, you know, from the get-go, pretty much. May 2010. Well, that's you and other people. I'm saying since the show's been in existence. Since since I've been here. I'm not sure when you started hosting. Last year. Probably. uh, Around this time, probably. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Word. (laughs) Word. Um, Hotboxpodcast.com So And and hashish is not Marijuana also Because it's chemically In case you were altered. wondering But it but it was marijuana Before this ruling Like it was okay to have a so concentrated product So they magically <laughs> al- They're alchemists now And they they just made hash Not marijuana <laughs> like, Correct because it's, it's, it's Who are you to judge you fucks. Well, they, because it's refined, I, I believe it's like. I mean, so they must rather it have to opium poppies. You know, like it's okay to have the poppies, that's, but uh, if you render the plant down to right, that's their job, not ours. Right, right. The case arose uh, from a 2010 in June 2010 arrest of Buddy Wade Perello on I-90 in Mineral County. After a law enforcement officer searched his vehicle, found drug paraphernalia, three marijuana cigarettes, 20 small baggies of marijuana, totaling 52 grams, exceeding the amount. 
yeah. medical marijuana card holders are permitted, plus two one-gram bottles labeled hash with liquid in each. And a genie. <laughs> Perella well, was charged with a felony for possession of a gram or more of hashish and with misdemeanors for the marijuana, paraphernalia, and driving under the influence of drugs. So... <laughs> Having hashish is worse than driving under the inf- I was going to say, I mean, it seems right? appropriate that he received charges because of driving under the influence, although the was legal system's impaired? interpretation of under the influence of cannabis is skewed. I'm curious if he was actually impaired or if there was just, I smell pot, you're under the influence. Probably. Even though you're, Probably. you're fine. I take that back, what I said. Yeah. I'm sure this guy okay. is pretty much getting fucked other than being over... <laughs> pretty much. Uh, being, other than being over his allotted weight limit, which is pretty sure. plain and, and simple. Why, why are they all in, in individual baggies like that? that <laughs> I, I was always... You have, you have fifty six grams bagged up separately. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, they're different kinds. No, it's I don't want to mix them. It's up. not that it's different kinds. I just have it. Um, you know, because I'm selling I separated these to it. I separated it people. so I knew how much to use. You know, yeah, like right. it's it's, it's kind of like, like the having Monday, a pill box. Tuesday, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like my pill box. Sure. It's just in Ziploc baggies <laughs> instead. Uh, Montana law recognizes medical marijuana cards issued in other states, and Perillo claimed his Washington state medical marijuana card allowed him to possess the hash oil. Nope. Uh, man, nope. <laughs> nope. Mineral County Jared in Montana that now, argument, brother. saying nope. In an agreement with prosecutors, uh, Perella pleaded guilty to the felony while reserving the right to appeal. The misdemeanors were dismissed. Perella received a three-year deferral of sentencing. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean anything negative, but you but know, some nope. of the people that have received drug charges in relation to the medical marijuana program, I really wish weren't medical marijuana patients. Right. Kind of giving it a bad face, right. and like. You know. When people read about medical marijuana, it's usually stupid shit like this. Like, I don't... Which is why they should listen to the hot box. <laughs> I understand that obtaining your cannabis from your provider or from wherever, do the magical genie in the hills, <laughs> I don't care. And you are transporting at home, but it seems like a lot of these cases are people are just, like, cruising around with it. Yeah. Like, it's like their co-pilot. Yeah, exactly. You God know, like, is, it's, 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 is my co-pilot. <laughs> right, you know, like, it's the backseat driver. Is that a is that wise? I mean, why why why? What is I tell the you purpose what. of you doing that? Is there a legit purpose? I think I, I think we I should I think I have this crazy idea for a good experiment. Okay. So let's say let's say I stop using cannabis. Sure. Give myself the thirty days, and then you know make sure that everything is legal. Beaver with my car, right? Okay. And then let's put like a really obnoxious like pot is my co-pilot sticker on my car and see how long it takes you to get you know i have no driving record you know what i'm saying you know like sure we'll detail my i'll detail my car i'll shampoo the car we will automatically assume that you know what i mean like the sticker was the reason right that's and and then gopro i wonder like we'll put the GoPro, like we'll mount it in kind of an we'll hide it somewhere because we know the police don't like to be filmed, right? <laughs> and and see if That's see a, what kind of attention that gets for a few weeks. Interesting. I would definitely be interested to see what happens. We should do that. 
I wonder it. if there's a better version of a of a kind of a hidden camera kind of thing. There are amazing. If you go to the jamhole.com on the right hand side, we have wish lists. If you go to the Think Geek one, there is a amazing pinhole camera there. Maybe on we Think should get Geek one of for like two hundred and seventy bucks. And here's the thing: they're so is that cool, dude. With they're the tiny. medical marijuana card, maybe we should we maybe we should tape the interactions. And then right. we could post the interactions for other people to kind of like see what it's like and what the process is like. Kind of like a POV thing. porno, but with the legal, legal system. system. A right. legal system POV porno. Right. I like it. Pretty much of of us documentary makers getting I butt get to fucked be dirt by dick. the local police. Oh, right. We're getting butt. Right. Figuratively, not metaphorically. Lit- <laughs> right. Not not literally. Of course. Although we are in Montana. Although. <laughs> nah. you know, um, Although he said, "quote nah. All right, well. that would th- that would be kind of interesting to see the let's, reaction of that. If you were, because yeah, yeah, let's say the officer pulls you over because you have, you know, it's, I I smell, and literally, if the if you had to no see marijuana, that transpire that right. would be. Oh, I smell marijuana in this yeah. car. Oh, really? So you could say, "Oh yeah, officer, do, do you, you mind if I search the vehicle?" Yeah, not at all. Oh, actually, I mean, no. Matter in fact. <laughs> Matter of fact, here's the keys. You want me to pop the trunk, sir? You Don't know what make I mean? me like, pop the trunk. Like, yeah. really go above and beyond and see what the response is from the police officer. And, you know, if we could find a different way to make your eyes kind of glazy and bloodshot. <laughs> a different way as opposed to what you've been doing? Other than smoking so that no, if, yeah, if yeah. they accuse you for, of driving under the influence, right, right. you could, could say, totally, you know yeah. what? Uh, let's draw my blood. Right now. I'm like, I've got it you know what out I mean? Like, what do you want to do? Let's do this right now, right here. Yeah, that would be. We could get into. Is a, that a entrapment towards the police? Can you can you entrap a police officer by uh, antagonizing him by by pushing <laughs> buttons? I believe so. I mean, is you that... ever watched the movie Seven? <laughs> I mean, yes. that was basically. That whole right. That this, whole, that, yeah, this is kind yeah. of the same thing, but just we'll like call a it pothead's eight. game. Call it eight. Yes. <laughs> or 4.2. Four <laughs> uh, no, we're big Hitler fans. It's not, it has nothing to do with marijuana. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Don't take that out of context, please. <laughs> All right. It's already done. It's let's, uh, let's wrap this up here. That That is good. I didn't want to talk about the abortion and marijuana measures here. Uh, failing I love to how they get put together. Make the ballot. Abortion, now word association. I say abortion. You say marijuana. marijuana. I say abort marijuana. marijuana. Abort marijuana. So the, uh, Mon- we can't afford the child. Abort <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> so apparently, Montanans would like to solidify the fact that uh, just in case you all were human life, right? All, all innocent. I'm sorry. The, the article Big difference. said all innocent life because Middle Eastern life. I think they would say mm. your religion conflicts what with if ours. You were a s- yeah. Afghanistanian relocated that to would Montana. Definitely be entrapment. <laughs> and you had electrical wires hanging out of the bottom of your car while <laughs> complaining yeah. of electrical problems, smelling yeah. of gunpowder. No, that was really terrible. Um, Red flag. Montanans would like to say that (laughs) all life is sacred. This is adding it to the Constitution, that from the time of conception, um, that the life life that has been conceived has the constitutional rights before um, 
well, since conception, which means that the day you get pregnant, that thing that looks like a fish egg has constitutional rights. How... How is a thing that is like cells? I mean, we're talking at the cellular level, and uh, how does that have more rights than a medical marijuana patient? Because it <laughs> it's seems... innocent. Because it's innocent, apparently says. Because it's people. inside of its. What if its mother has a pill problem and it's in turn addicted to pills? Then is it innocent? No. Well, I'm sure not by these people's standards. <laughs> Double standards. And hopefully, and hopefully this uh, pill-riddled drug mm, addict, when she finally has <laughs> this baby, the baby will turn her life around. Oh, she of will course, immediately of become successful, give up all the drugs, and oh, yeah. marry some rich sugar daddy that can sure, take care sure. and raise her kids in private school. And then that's what happens when drug addicts have babies. She'll be able to afford. A doctor, so that she can get legal drugs. Because she's not spending her money on the illegal her, drugs. Her pain. Yeah, her emotional. It's a very painful pain. life. I've you know, heard. and so when drug when drug addicts have babies, their life turns around, and that's why Absolutely. we should protect them by not letting them have abortions because we're well, really yeah. trying to save two lives at once. We have to force that uh, on them. Two lives. Because life is so sacred to you, you have orphanages to the brim. Filled. You have juvenile right. detention centers. I don't see people going out of their way to go there to cherish life. No. You have boot camps. But that's you not innocent boarding life. schools. You have but those aren't innocent lives. Innocence is relative. Yeah, but the, so You're is this law. This whole thing is relative. It's God's based law. on a moral standing. And the second you make that argument, I have to walk away. Right, because if you are trying to enforce your moral standing through legislation... I can't. I, I can't. And if you elect a fucking Mormon to be president... The richest president ever. Oh, my God. And Mormon. Oh, my God! You think the war on drugs is bad now? Oh! Wait until the Mormons get a hold of that. Hey. How much Caffeine. is that rock star? I was just oh, gonna say it's like nine dollars now. <laughs> I have to pay a sin Mormon tax. Right? Could you imagine? I will kill myself on air. I will shoot myself in the fucking head on air. You know, I think the the if he gets elected, monk I'm burning himself with gasoline had more of an effect. Probably. I think. Now, if I it shot was a little bit more stunning myself and. Like it hit you too, and both like on camera, we both that like that might. Should have we a GoPro lit. that too? <laughs> Leave a note. Okay, <sighs> don't mind the dead bodies. Get the footage off the GoPro. <laughs> you know, like post this on YouTube. It will go viral. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> Montana Pro Life Coalition will continue to pursue personhood for the unborn. This is Annie Bukacek. Wow. <laughs> when I was... <laughs> I'll save the story for another time. Okay. Uh, personhood is the only type of pro-life legislation that seeks to protect all innocent human life. And let's be honest, what does that even mean? So, it, uh, blah, blah. What, what does that even it's mean? a doctor that practices homeopathy on her free time. I mean, like what? I, I'm not no, really I sure. Know, and just... then, I'm sorry, but... Isn't, it's isn't giving it's, that embryo constitutional rights taking the constitutional rights away from the mother? It's making the whole idea of constitutional rights a joke. Frivolous. Well, not that it isn't already. A jokey but, joke. Hmm. 
Because what's next? I'll give it to my dog. Oh, my laptop also has person rights. Like, shut up. Well, you This know, is it, stupid and pointless. You also have to realize that every time we pass a law, we are giving up... <sighs> We we are giving up something, and how not many, just how, how big are law books? Some people, how large everyone. are those? They're, they're pretty good size. I can't even imagine Bibles. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's volumes. Yeah, volumes, and most always, of it's irrelevant. See, like, right, most of it is yeah. non-relevant at all to our time. Well, I now. think it's been attempted to be written in a way that it's airtight, which it is not. Because <laughs> right, airtight, maybe well, in the fourth century. I mean, come on. I think. I think. Any time that you make something more complicated, isn't there a, f- a law of physics that says yeah, that the more basically. complicated something is, the more likely it is to fail? Yep. Rube Goldberg machines, bro. Right. And so yeah. look at how complicated things are. <laughs> I like are. this. Uh, this is Juliana Crowley, executive director of NARAL Pro Choice Montana, said it's the third time backers of such an initiative have failed to get enough signatures. Once again, anti-choice activists showed themselves your anti-choice showed themselves to be out of the mainstream on issues of reproductive health and privacy. Montanans don't want to roll the dice when it comes to their constitutional rights or put the health and safety of the women in their lives in jeopardy. Oh I'm my out God. Trebek. And that's exactly what this amendment would do. As for the marijuana initiative, <laughs> backers conceded they go didn't get enough. <laughs> As for in regards to medical marijuana, go to hell. Go to hell and you die. Yeah, you'll go before the abortion people. Oh, we'll read you the Bible in front of the gates of hell. And if you want to hear more about that, listen to the episode that Jam Hall post when we're done with this. Oh. So they were oh, big signs. And I just, oh, go well, at the home. At the street dance last night, there was the guy with the loudspeaker well, down yeah, there, yeah, and he had a sign, saying. and he was, you know, and, and we were we were making um, an observation about balance, you know, that it was a good thing to have some balance. You know, on your way in, you get preached at. On your way to, you know, uh, get drunk and debauchery, pretty much. So, but, but a little bit of balance, you know. Um Guy's moderation. crazy. Moderation. I mean, not crazy. I just Even I think Jesus that I think that he's, that he's been misled to think that that is an effective way of that. Yeah, and I actually feel that Maybe unfortunately it's better. giving other Christians a bad name because most well. Christians aren't quite that <laughs> well um, dedicated to their sure, psychosis. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, I like that. That's a, that's well put. Yeah, I I think that. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that gentleman, I just I feel that his time would be better spent um maybe toning it down a little bit and <laughs> being friendly. You're at 8, we need well, you at about 3. Right, and you know, because yeah. religion really, I mean, there's a couple techniques that they use to rope you in. And one of those is kindness. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, I everyone's mean, kind. Just any cult like I can't imagine situation. going to the street dance and walking by this dude with a sign and a loudspeaker talking about <laughs> sin, debauchery, murders, murders, rapes, Abs- all yes. this crazy stuff, and thinking to myself, you know what? Yeah, he's right. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know what? I'm gonna change my ways right here because right now because of that guy. That yeah, like, and what does that say for the ones who who that does have an effect on and that it does change their mind? And Whoa. It's like a pyramid scheme. It's ML, MLM, right? Multi-level marketing. Your religion is multi-level marketing, starting from birth. What? Huh. 
you know, that just made me kind of have a thought about um, if he's actually doing more harm than good overall. You know, like, let's say somebody was kind of teetering on the fence. Let's say they're, you know, in their early 20s and, you know, they've been partying since they were 15 and never really gone to church. But they right. met a friend at work that, you know, is really nice and wholesome. What plants and, that initial and, seed of doubt? Right. And this wholesome friend that, let's say, they met at work has invited them to church and they're kind of on the fence. You know, they're just, I don't know, maybe they're thinking about it, you know, and maybe it would be a good thing for them. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know, whatever. But then they go to this street dance thing and they see this crazy zealot standing on this corner shouting. The end is nigh. Yeah. You know, and then thinking, oh, dear God, I cannot get into that. You know, like it's 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 so hot in here. The gates of hell, literally. Maybe that guy is doing it to steer people away from Christianity. Maybe it's reverse psychology all the way. Whoa. Maybe he really doesn't want you believing in the Bible or God, and that's why he's he's standing out there. Completely. Whoa. Maybe he's standing out there to steer people away from the craziness that is Christianity. Maybe. Maybe I got this. The whole. (laughs) You just blew my mind. Maybe it's all wrong. You know. Maybe that. I. I would like to think that that is more so the case than not, just because that gives me a higher he was vigilant respect. For he was vigilant, that, and I mean, I, I mean, he was he really held wow. to his guns. <laughs> you just like now I have to question my whole like early upbringing. Were they all just making it that silly and ridiculous to get me into where I am now as an atheist and a rational humanist, secular thinking? Like you know, wow. So just so we're clear, Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, real or not real? I'm confused. Santa Claus still comes to my house. <laughs> if I don't believe in Santa Claus, I don't get presents from him. So That's, fuck that. He's real. It's a tough conundrum. <laughs> I mean, for sure. Oh man. If everyone's allowed to believe oh, in man. So as for the marijuana initiative, wonder, backers didn't get enough signatures. They said they had to change the proposal's language at least three times due to the objections of state officials, and that shortened the time they had to collect signatures. Barb Trigo, if he's telling us, CIO110 sponsors said, we didn't make it, we just ran out of time. You only just need more time. He's out of time. South Park. Anyway, uh, we just ran out of time. We just got going too late. We're potheads. I mean, eh, what do you expect? I haven't smoked today. She said another attempt is like probably fall asleep if I did. <laughs> yeah, we should wrap this up. Uh, we're oh not my. giving up. She said when we do it the next time, we'll be more prepared. We Barb. already have the language. Barb, it's so much work Barb. to pass. <laughs> Barb, listen. I an initiative like this, what you're trying I mean, to do, up but a good portion full of time. hundreds of people's summer last summer. And I mean, like yeah. some dedicated individuals oh, that were sure. panicking about trying to save the marijuana program that we have in the state. And I mean, so we so just... much organization and we, and, we, and we were lucky enough to have the infrastructure already set up. And it would have been really nice if we could have or I'm sorry, you could have you know, kind of, kind of squeezed into that at the last minute and kind of use that infrastructure. But I think people were so fed up with the it, the petition that we did get passed that right. doing it again. A lot of us felt 
like I do now, it, I, it ain't worth is it. Is that I'm not even going to It's not you. even worth it. I'm going to go back you know to what? the way things were before, because and you can go fuck it, yourself. It honestly is easier. Beca- it is. It honestly and is safer. easier. And safer. It's safer to do it illegal. <laughs> oh, my God. And so... Just... <laughs> and, Barb, here's... And, and then here's really what I want to say, more so than what I just said. Um, making marijuana legal in Montana doesn't really change anything because our true threat is the federal government. And so passing that yep. initiative in Montana would be great for the papers, but not good it would in be reality. Solely morale boost, I think. It would be a stepping stone so other states may look at that, but is what would happen, in my opinion, is the federal government would set up shop here. Even more. Be like, oh, so now we really have to regulate it. And probably we're all they going would crazy. It's the wild west. They would probably not only indict you for starting it, <laughs> right? But treason. Any 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 elected official that had something to do with it, I I'm pretty sure that that would be a shitstorm waiting. No to happen. more federal funding for you. I and again, I most people disagree that with me. Sucks. <laughs> it because sucks. I because I don't I don't think things like this are really gonna benefit the the program as a whole because it's not at the federal level like right now That's most dispensaries dispensaries are not worried about the sheriff's department because dispensaries that are open right now are f- are following the state guidelines as closely as possible i hope because of fear but when the federal government comes in it it's irrelevant and so abiding by any sort of state guidelines is absolutely pointless which brings me back to the fact that it's safer to do it illegally anymore. I mean, I really hate to say that, but you you get rid of the target over your head. It's certainly by having a storefront. I mean, you really I mean, you really got your dick out there and that's I mean, great, but state legislation just doesn't isn't going to cut it cuz no matter what we do at the state level, and I think I think a lot of pe- the people that did the um IR124 uh they realize that that no matter what we do at the state level, it's not going to be good enough to the feds, right? Because it's irrelevant. The schedule, it, it, that's, it's irrelevant, and that's what we've been saying and this whole time that it's reschedule. Our country is so divided yeah. that we can't all stand up at one time and say reschedule this drug. Exactly. You know, uh, we're too busy worrying about election year or Michael Jackson There's dying. Way more or important things like you know jobs, space programs, uh, fundraisers, oh, God, um, dude. an interview with Rolling Stone. Oh. And and really fleecing the rest of us American citizens that. Unfortunately, I take pity on you people that still have any faith in our government. Ow. Ask yourself, is this the country you have voted to live in? Is this, is this, this the country anyone you know has voted to live in? Mm. Anyone. Mm. And American that would be kind of a neat experience for our listeners. Start Ask people. American uh, Dream. And, and post on there about uh, uh, if anybody is content... Or at least somewhat satisfied, not very happy, not happy, maybe somewhat satisfied with the current state of our government. I, I would I would actually be interested to see if anyone could find somebody that is yeah. somewhat I, I satisfied. I would say few, few and far between. Or maybe for 
for the sake of not feeling like you're living in a shitty place, you say that this is what you want because that rationalizes all of the money you've spent on whatever you've spent it on. That, I mean, that rationalizes so lying to yourself. Your, your lifestyle. That rationalizes your lifestyle. Because if you say it's not, then... But is an American ever truly not. happy? Mm. <laughs> is an American ever truly happy? If they can say it in happy? 140 characters or less, yes. <laughs> Who knows, man? We're all fucked. I, I agree with you. Let's just end it. <laughs> no. You can have it. You can have it. I'm going you can somewhere have mine. else. You can have mine. I've got mine, and now I'm giving it away for free. Because it's not fulfilling at and all it's not in the least. It. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com and make sure to submit and vote stories to the subreddit for next week's show, hotboxpodcast.com slash subreddit. <clears throat> you can leave messages at 406-204-4687 and interact on the Google+, the Facebook, the Twitter. That way you know when the show is. Is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? I don't know. That's the fun with it. Just, just watch and you'll see. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Later. If you like, you we, like this, we, this is where, this is where you, you need to, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Last Podcast.